This video is brought to you by Blessed Be God Boutique, maker of Catholic fashionable apparel, handmade accessories, and more. Just when you thought that we might be done with stories about the corruption of the Catholic faith with the worship of the Pacamama, we have another story of the adoration of that demon coming straight out of South America. And just a note here on the story. I mispronounced the demon's name on purpose. I know I butcher a lot of names most of the time, not on purpose, but this time it's on purpose. Most of the time, if I get away with it, I try not to say the name of a demon properly. And exorcists have said that saying their name is not a good idea in general. Sometimes it can't be helped, but with the pack of demon, I try to make, I try not to make any exception to that rule. Now that having been said, this story was sent by a viewer in South America. So I thank them for the tip and the diligence they did to help put this together. Their help was appreciated. As we'll see, this was not covered by the English language officially sanctioned Catholic media outlets in any way. Almost as if they didn't want the Americans to know about it. Kind of odd. Unfortunately, it looks like Paca worship is something we'll be covering for many years to come here on Return to Tradition. With that having been said, let's dive into this. First, I wanted to thank the channel members and patrons for their continued support of the work of Return to Tradition, especially in these weird, uncertain times. For like a dollar a month, they keep this work going, which is greatly appreciated in the times that we're in. So if you're interested in becoming a channel member or a patron, there are links in the description box below to Subscribestar, which is a Patreon alternative, as well as to Patreon and a couple of other options. Again, in the description box below. And there's that join button too. Thanks. And now on the, to the story of the blessing of the Pacamama in South America. Back in 2019, in ancient history, in the before times, as people call them, during the Pan-Amazon Synod, an organization that was central to the event that didn't get really enough attention was one called Salem, or C-E-L-A-M, the Latin American Episcopal Conference, sort of a South and Central American organization of Catholic bishops. These are the bishops of that part of America's and their work in promoting the interests of the Amazon. That's what that organization does. At least that's what they've been doing of late. Recently, they held an event in South America that is syncretistic in nature. If you're not familiar with that term, syncretism is defined by newadvent.org as, quote, the fusion of pagan religions. And is often how these fusions of the Catholic faith with ancient paganism we see so much in our times. That's what it usually is. And no, that's not the same thing as the dumb claim that's out there that the Catholic faith is really pagan in origin and nature. A claim made by our secular atheistic adversaries and by the more nasty faithless Protestants that we encounter. Think of syncretism as taking Catholicism and mixing it with pre-Christian dogmas from places where those ideas still persist largely because many of the bishops today are heretics who gave up on the missionary work of the church. That's undeniable. There are South American cardinals who have bragged that they haven't baptized anybody in decades. Anyway, this event was small but was covered by Vatican News, meaning it got official approval from Rome. Everything in that outlet it gets approved by Rome. After we go over the article, I have some footage of the event for you to see for yourself. The event was focused on all Hispanic peoples of South and Central America, and it was called the Seventh Continental Symposium of Indigenous Theology, the Holy Spirit and Indigenous People. It was a continental event that got little attention outside of the continent, despite the Pacamama rituals performed there. When going over the story, it's essential to remember that this ritual was part of a larger event. From vaticannews.va, we get the headline. Seventh Continental Symposium of Indian Theology. Holy Spirit in the Original Peoples. 
Celebrating the experience of the spirit with expressions typical of the native peoples is just one of the topics discussed at the Continental Symposium on Indian Theology that takes place in Panama with the assistance of more than 50 pastoral agents, bishops, theologians, religious, secular, and indigenous people of Latin America. That was a mouthful. They really, really like their wordy headlines and decks over at the BBC of the Vatican. Now, note something here. The peoples of that continent had traditionally been some of the most loyal, Christ-loving, and fearing Catholics in all the world. They were an example to the rest of us in many ways. So much so that in many ways, the Catholic Church and faith had become synonymous with those people. No longer, unfortunately. Now, ancient practices that they had been liberated from by the light of Christ are celebrated by the Vatican and by the worst of the modernists in South America, all while Pentecostals make huge inroads across the continent. From the article, quote, Among the topics discussed at the meeting, the following stand out. The Holy Spirit in its various dogmatic formulations and in its cultural expression throughout history. Listen, share, and discuss the way in which the original peoples live the mystery of the Spirit. Discern the signs of the presence and action of the Spirit in the various original peoples. Offer elements and theological criteria to discern and walk with the original peoples in the experience of the Spirit. And share and celebrate the experience of the Spirit with expressions typical of the original peoples. End quote. It's those, quote, expressions of typ typical of original peoples we're zeroing in on here. The event organizers were celebrating pre-Christian expressions of, quote-unquote, the spirit. You know, pre-Christian, meaning before the gospel reached them. In other words, those demonic rituals that the Catholic explorers saw being performed, either in the 15th century or even in the 20th century, that's what they mean by expressions typical of the original peoples. Now, obviously, the, you're not going to be seeing any, like, horror movie level acts here when in the clips i'm going to show you but what they're saying is the holy ghost is what they, what they were worshiping and now and not what sacred scripture says though all the gods of the gentiles are devils all of them zor use baba yaga and whatever that this stuff is it's all part and parcel of the same thing so let's get to our first clip the words spoken here are in spanish but here's what is being said a catholic priest is leading a group in prayer and he invokes god mother and father before everyone turns and bows to the Son. God is in Father and God is in Mother. Watch. Te damos gracias, Dios, Madre, Padre, por la vida que nos das, y te pedimos que amanezca en nuestras vidas, que tengamos claridad en nuestros caminos. In the next clip, we see a prayer for bread for everyone in the world. That's normally a fine thing. And I recommend that you pray for food for the hungry and, you know, also go out and feed the poor yourself as Christ commanded us to do. But the problem here is that the prayer is directed to God and the Pacamama by name. While this is in Spanish, you can hear the name of the demon said with the proper pronunciation. Like I keep saying, I mispronounced the demon's name on purpose. The person leading the prayer here is not. Watch. Siempre. Y pedimos a Dios y a la Pachamama que nos pueda dar el pan entero a cada hijo, a cada hija y a los nietos. Que no nos haga faltar la comida, el agua y todas las bendiciones. Te lo pedimos, Señor. Amén. In the next clip, we see who is, I'm sure, a nice older lady leading a weird, quote-unquote, mutual benediction, invoking the blessing of God mother and father. 
heart of heaven and heart of earth in order to bless the event, also invoking the blood of, quote, their martyrs in the name of Mother Earth. Remember, Pacamama translates to Mother Earth. Watch. Entonces ahora, como pueblo, como comunidades vivas, vamos a poner la mano ya sea en el hombro o en la cabeza de la persona que tenemos al lado y nos vamos a dar la bendición mutuamente. Que la bendición de Dios, Madre, Padre, corazón del cielo, corazón de la tierra, nos llene de sus bendiciones, de su sabiduría y su fortaleza para continuar este encuentro que empezamos desde que fuimos viniendo ayer y hoy sembramos el encuentro en el corazón de Dios, de la Madre Tierra, en nuestros pueblos y sobre todo recogemos la sangre de nuestros mártires y ellos nos acompañarán juntamente con nuestros pueblos y le pedimos a Dios que nos bendiga en el nombre del Padre, del Hijo y del Espíritu Santo. Amén. I have another clip where they admit that there are three cardinals attending the event and name them explicitly, but I, I don't think that's necessary here. The Vatican News coverage of the conference makes it clear that the institution claiming to be the Catholic Church has given its official stamp of approval for the event. What we're witnessing here is continued demon worship approved by Rome. How do I know it's been approved by Rome? Because Francis and the modernist groups in Rome have never repudiated the Pacamama event that they led themselves in Rome in 2019, on the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi of all days, a fe one of the feast days they have a track record of besmirching periodically. Now, they apologize on behalf of those servants of the demons for the actions Alexander Shugel took in making those idols swim the Tiber River. You remember that? Again, it's in the before times. It's ancient history now. But these folks are on the side of the Pachydemon and their servants, not on the side of Christ. But back to that Vatican.va article, because not only is this about the Pachydemon, it's about, you guessed it, synodality, because of course it is. Quote, the activities that will take place in the seventh symposium of Indian theology, as highlighted by the ADN Salem press release, are integrated into the synodal path that the universal church lives, and that is beyond isolated actions to be understood as a process. A path that involving everyone goes beyond the idea of a meeting of people to reflect or discuss problems, limitations, or goals as the sole purpose. This is the horizon of the Indian Theology Symposium, coordinated by Cardinal Philippe Edismendi, a Bishop Emeritus of San Cristobal de las Casas in Mexico, who is taking care to lead a team of people who, based on a series of documents from various sources, propose an agenda that starts from listening, reflection, and dialogue. Because as Sister Natalie Beckwart, under Secretary of the Secretariat of the Synod of Bishops, referring to the spirituality of synodality said, Synodality cannot exist without the spirit, and the spirit does not exist without prayer, end quote. Always wonder what spirit they're talking about here, especially when you start bringing in Pacamama worship. But at least they're admitting that the synod is being guided by demons, or at least in the spirit of example of demons. A rare moment of honesty from the synod organizers, I suppose. Now, I asked the viewer who lives in South America if the reason this is happening there is because it's some strange strategy to combat the rise of Pentecostalism in South America. And I ask that because I know that a lot of the times Pentecostals there will use images of Our Lady of Guadalupe to rope people in. Now, I could hear the sad laugh in the written response from the viewer when they told me, quote, To be brutally honest with you, they don't care at all for the rise of heretical groups which are slowly creeping up in number. For example, with the recent hurricane in, Domin in the Dominican Republic, many places were affected, obviously. 
one of the bishops who happens to be against the TLM literally offered to work with the Protestant pastors to help rebuild their places. The only reason they would even remotely care for the rise of Protestants is that means less money in their pockets, end quote. I've been trying to find some kind of charitable reasoning to attribute to why some of the bishops down there would do some of these kinds of things. And it turns out that the most simplest explanation is the real one. They're simply not Catholic or even vaguely Christian. They're something else, a product of syncretism and secular ideologies, that hammer and sickle idea system that we in America think is mostly dead, except for among angry college kids and maybe media personalities. Liberation theology is still a huge problem in South America. It's alive and well in the church in South America, and it's been combined with a demonic creed that continues to thrive with Vatican approval. So what do you think about all this? Are you surprised to see this is still happening? The fact that this is the seventh of these conferences that they've had, and we're now just hearing about this up here? Let me know what you thought about this in the comments. Please like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. Is this sharing this on social media? That helps enormously as well. As always, pray for the church, and thanks to the patrons of the channel for their continued support. It is appreciated. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.